This is a special presentation of Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for December 24, 2014. The Gospel is taken from the book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. The message is by Father Ron Baird. That night some 2,000 years ago was in many ways like any other night wasn't all that different for most people. Even the fact that a baby was being born in a stable wasn't that shocking. I mean, it was a third world country by our standards. People frequently um, had to deal with very difficult conditions and things, but we don't often think about that. Did you ever think about what that was like for Mary and Joseph? They couldn't find any place to stay. They finally found a hollowed out place in the rock where they made a stable and there were animals in there and doing what animals do in places like that. And, um, and so it's there. Mary's gone into labor. And guess who gets to give birth? Guess who the doctor's going to be? Joseph. I'm sure he was an expert. He was probably terrified. He's probably saying, where's the midwife? You know, we don't have a midwife. <laughs> Somebody call the doctor. They don't have a doctor. It was just him and Mary in this place. And it wasn't exactly... Um, antiseptic or anything. I mean, it was a dirty place. And even the word swaddling claws that they wrapped him in, swaddling claws were what they cleaned up after the animals with. I mean, that's what they had to to wrap him up in. And that was it. it, In many ways, it's a miracle he even survived. It's a miracle Mary survived. Actually, it's probably a miracle Joseph survived. (laughs) (laughs) And think about that. In this very poor, downtrodden place, in a way that almost nobody hears about, I mean, a bunch of shepherds who are probably the lowest of the low in society hear about it. Some wise men will eventually show up. They'd been uh, reading the prophecies and had figured it out and were coming and falling a star. But everyday people didn't know anything. All they heard was the screaming of a mother giving birth. And finally, the cry of a baby. And they probably thought, good, now we can get some sleep. (laughs) And look what that turned into. On your way here tonight, did you notice there are lights everywhere? All over the place. You know, people are are dressed up. You know, there are parties going on. You know, tomorrow will be an exciting day where people, the kids get to open presents and things, which they're always, you know, thrilled about. And yet the original Christmas was absolutely nothing like that. And yet it was even more glorious and more beautiful than anything that we could have. Imagine what it would be like for us today. Do you think that we would get the glory? I bring you good news of a great joy. Do you think we'd believe that if you took away our Christmas trees and our Christmas lights and our Christmas decorations and didn't put presents under the tree? If all we did was come to church... Would anybody believe it was good news of great joy anymore? Or would it just be, wow, that was a dud holiday. (laughs) Sometimes I think we forget that the word holiday means holy day. Now, I don't know if you're all aware of this or not, but we really don't know that Jesus was born on December 25th. We don't know when he was born, honestly. You know, they didn't exactly keep birth records at that point. 
And the first time it was celebrated wasn't until long after he had died. You know, the first time they celebrated Christmas was in 323 A.D. Think about that. That's 320-something years after he was born. You know, that they finally got around to celebrating his birthday. And they didn't have presents or trees or lights or any of that stuff. They just all came to church. Because, you see, what we have come to call Christmas, while it's a very nice uh, Norman Rockwell painting and, and is lots of fun, sometimes can overshadow the real good news that happens. And I worry sometimes that all, is all that we teach our kids is that the good news of Christmas is that you get good stuff. Is that really what it's about? Because if it is, they've missed out on the greatest gift of all that didn't come in a beautiful package, but rather came in the form of a baby. Now, it's interesting. We don't think a lot about Jesus when he was born. You know, do you ever think about the fact of what it was like for Mary and Joseph? What do you think Jesus did when he was hungry? What do you think he was, did when he, when he dirtied his diaper? Cried. What do you think he did when he got sick? You know, any mother can tell you when your baby spikes a fever, it's terrifying. You know, and in those days, they didn't have penicillin. They didn't have Motrin. They didn't have, you know, you know, any kind of antibiotics or pain relievers. You just had to hope they survived it. And you were powerless to do anything about it. All that you could do was pray. I suspect Mary prayed a lot. You know, we, we say that Jesus was without sin, which is absolutely true. Jesus never sinned in his life. But did you notice that it doesn't say that he didn't have sin impact him, that the sin and brokenness of the world did affect him. And we know that's true because we see it on Calvary, don't we? I mean, that's certainly the sin of the world. And so as he was growing up, he probably fell down and you know, hit his head against a rock. He probably got bullied by other kids, just like everybody has to go through. You know, and, and 